the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Schools across New York beginning the academic year with a new tool intended to prevent student suicides and violence, and it involves guns. About a third of U.S. states have so-called red flag laws, which allow courts to temporarily take guns from people believed to be a danger to themselves or others. But New York is the first to implement legislation empowering schools, in addition to police and relatives, to petition courts. Supporters of red flag laws say the time teachers and other educators spend with students each day makes them uniquely suited to pick up on the kind of troubling behavior seen before recent school shootings. But opponents have raised concerns about due process and argue the laws can be used to take away guns from law-abiding citizens. Julie Walker, New York. More details at srnnews.com. I'm Gordon Griffin. Mike Gallagher says the president just keeps delivering. One would think minorities of all kinds would be loving the jobs numbers. I mean, this so-called racist president just keeps delivering economic gains for black Americans, for Asians, for women. A whopping 6.3 million jobs have been created during the Trump administration. Now, does that count for anything? The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Register today for your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Big Daddy Weave live in Denver on November 21st. We'll cover the hotel, the airfare, and obviously the concert tickets for you and whomever you may bring with. Visit the Freedom Fan Club page supported by Lucky Stations at am128thepatriot.com for your chance to win. Let's take a look at your forecast from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. We got sunny skies the rest of the day, high of 80 degrees. And we got the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker coming up next right here on The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Do you want to get rid of your expensive landline, save money, but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OurOldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. I'm Jan Markill, helping you understand the times. Now the woman once called by Mother Jones magazine, the high priestess of pop religion, is taking the leap from the pulpit to the podium. And it goes without saying, that's why I'm running for president. 
Marianne Williamson has quite a legacy. She participated in Hillary Clinton's seances. She is a true New Age guru made more popular than even she anticipated, thanks to Oprah Winfrey. At the 2020 debates, the progressive left are letting their freak flag fly. They're coming out of the closet about their support for taking away everyone's health insurance, dismantling the border, and freeing criminals. Why shouldn't they come out of the closet about their New Age beliefs as well? And Marianne Williamson is clearly an admired guru. It just doesn't get any stranger than our current political climate in America. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for AM 1280 The Patriot and Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program. If you love radio as much as we do, why don't you join us by having your own show? Just go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on Host Your Own Program. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plane talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections. And I it's 4 o'clock Sunday, and you know what that means. That means it is the best hour in radio of the week. It is the victory hour. And I am Andrew Parker, speaking over the President of the United States there. And I will tell you that... This week will be no different. It will be the best hour in radio of the week. We are very excited to have with us this week a longtime friend of mine and a staunch member of unequivocal support for Israel and the Jewish state. And we're going to talk to... Xander Abrams today uh, about uh, politics, Israel, and the law. We're going to talk in particular about some of the important issues that we face today in terms of the U.S. Congress and their views on the U.S.-Israel relationship, which are shifting. And in particular, as you all know, having listened to the Victory Hour week in and week out, we often talk about the squad and various members of the squad, and this week will be no different as we talk about some of the issues that we may disagree with Ilhan Omar on, Rashida Tlaib, Cortez, all of them. 
And uh, with Xander Abrams today, we are going to discuss such. Uh, Xander, a longtime member of the pro-Israel community, uh, and has a very broad and deep understanding of Middle East policy and the impacts on, on America. That is the U.S.-Israel relationship and the impact on America of, uh, of the same. So Xander will be coming up uh, momentarily. Make sure you stay with us for that. Before we get to Xander, though, I want to comment on what we all saw this week. Just, just for a moment. We're not talking about the Vikings' loss to the Packers just a few seconds ago, right? No, no, no. Because I don't want to talk about that. No, we will not be talking about that loss. Errors made, many of them, and even the Twins losing to Cleveland today resulted from errors made. The question that I look at is whether or not the United States, through the choice that it will have in November of 2020, is going to make an error. Make no mistake, there is a clear choice here. Do you remember, not in the not-too-distant past, when people were complaining about the fact that the Republican and Democrat candidates were virtually the same when you boiled it down? Even back when Bill Clinton was running, yes, there were, you know, there were differences, mainly on social issues. But there were differences, even even on domestic and foreign policy. But you really had to hammer away to uh, to to see those differences. Now, you you don't have to even scrape at the surface to see that we have a choice, a very very distinct choice. Listen, Donald Trump who, as you all know, I think is a fantastic president in terms of policy, is no staunch right-wing fanatic conservative. He isn't. And he never has been in his entire life. Of course, he was a Democrat most of his life and and a liberal. And he hasn't changed into a far right-wing candidate. Although he has pushed conservative policy and ideals, no question, and he has done so effectively, making promises and keeping those promises, that is one vision, to support and maintain the Constitution of the United States and to implement conservative fiscal policy as well as foreign policy in a manner that secures and create security, in fact, for the United States. Or, and by the way, doing so with a foundation of understanding the U.S. as an exceptional country in comparison to the rest of the world. Exceptional. Or are we going to choose a clearly different vision? Listen, As much as the vision under Hillary Clinton was different than Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton would be run out of the current party just a few years, just two years. Now we're going on three, I guess we're close to three uh, years after uh, she was beaten. 
Yes, there were clear differences between Trump and Clinton. No question about it. But nowhere near the differences that we see today between Trump and any of the Democratic candidates running for president. Virtually any. Certainly any of the top tier as they've been identified. Hell yes, we're going to take away your guns. Wrong. (laughs) Each of Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren on top of that says we're doubling down in our defense of a one-size-fits-all socialized medicine, national health care takeover that even as Amy Klobuchar a member of the Democratic Party had to admit would take away 140 million Americans' private health insurance plan. I'm a capitalist. Come on. Is she really? The choice is clear. That's just two issues. Guns, health care, taxes. Forget it. They are openly admitting that you are not paying enough in taxes. For all of you small business owners that have to come up with money on September 15th, if you extend it, or October 15th, how are you feeling writing the big fat check? What, the government didn't get enough? When you sit and write that fat check and you wonder, geez, normally when I write a check of this size... You know, I'm able to get a, uh, if you're a small business, I'm I'm able to get a car or, uh, you know, a big down payment on the house or what, what am I getting from the government here? Oh, oh, I'm getting pregnancy coverage for my 65-year-old wife that I have to take under Obamacare and pay for because you don't have an option. Wait, there's more. This Democratic Party, open borders, zealously supporting open borders, no borders. Anybody can come in, even with the dangers that we face in the world and that we have felt. Anybody can come in, open borders. Oh, no, no, we don't stand for open borders. Yeah, many in the Democratic Party do. They do. And to the extent that they now say, oh, no, it's not over. Well, what is it then? What is the, the plan? Because effectively now, if you come to the border and say the magic words, you know, asylum or whatever's written on the piece of paper that you're given when you left wherever you were coming from, you get into this country. And they, the Democrats are pounding on the door. You must let them in. You cannot detain them. Doesn't matter who they are. How about uh, Castro? You know, calling for abortion rights for trans females. That means males who cannot get pregnant, but they should have, uh, if they subjectively feel as if they are a woman... An abort, a right to an abortion. Yeah, but but they're 
I mean, I just don't even understand it anymore. This is the party of science, right? Climate change and, oh, you know, everybody agrees. There's no question. Listen to us. We're the party of science. How do we take you seriously? Guns, health care, the border, science. What is it? What else are we going to do? Taxes. There are many more things. Which we are going to talk about next week. So you join us next week as well. We're going to have the choice hour on the victory hour. We're going to talk about the choice. And we're going to have myths and facts again, as we've had over the last several weeks regarding uh, Israel. The segment of myths and facts will be back with us next week. We may even, if we have time at the end of the show, we may uh, have it uh, have a myths and facts segment on the show. Give us a call today. Xander Abrams on the other side of this break will be with us talking Israel, also talking about marijuana policy. Mr. Abrams, an expert, at least as it relates to Israel. I don't know about cannabis policy, but he is certainly knowledgeable on that subject as well. 651-289-4488. 651-289-4488. Give us a call if we have time. We'll get you on. In the meantime, stay with us on the other side of the break, Xander Abrams. And while we're on break, go to ParkerDK.com for one of the worst... worst <laughs> Excuse you? One of the worst moments. Oh, I thought you were going to say worst websites. No, 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 no. About to say you're going to have to talk about your other partners about that. As you are away, you can brighten your day by going to parkerdk.com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. With expert guides and important lectures at key sites... We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher. 
happening December 2nd to the 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. Even if you see my scars, even if I break your heart, if we're a million miles apart, do you think you'd walk away? I get lost in all the noise, even if I lose my voice, flirt with all the other boys. We have a commitment to one another, you and I. The victory hour. Andrew Parker and and our listeners, would you walk away? No. No, I think not. Technically, I'm obligated to be here, but... <laughs> well, of course, you have to be a listener. I don't have no, a choice. No, we don't have, we do not have many w- listeners that walk away. Why? Because it's smart, plain talk every week on the Victory Hour. Politics, Israel, and the law, and this week will be no different. We are joined now by a longtime friend of mine, known in the pro-Israel community as really one of the smartest, one who understands the issues behind the scenes, as well as politically, publicly, and those that you and I read about. But he reads them with a critical eye. And I really wanted to have Xander Abrams on this week to talk about uh, Israel, to talk about some policy issues beyond Israel as well, which we will uh, get to. Xander worked for a number of years for the American Israel Public Affairs uh, Committee, APAC, uh, as the area director for Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, and Minnesota. He no longer does so. He is not speaking for APAC. Uh, nor is he speaking about APAC uh, today uh, on the show, but he has credentials and credibility beyond uh, most, particularly most in the United States, who really have a faulty understanding of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, the Israeli-Arab conflict, the neighborhood that Israel lives in. Xander has an outstanding understanding of it. And uh, that's why I wanted him to uh, join us here today. He's done public speaking frequently on topics regarding the U.S.-Israel relationship. He understands Congress like few others. Xander, thank you for being on the Victory Hour. Andy, thank you for having me on the program. 
Well, I will tell you, Xander, that uh, I, I've wanted you on the show for quite some time in your position at APAC. You really were unable to um, come on the show. And again, you are not speaking for APAC at all today. But as a pro-Israel advocate, as I am as well, you know, share with folks out there that are not as steeped day-to-day in the policy issues facing Israel and the United States in terms of how the U.S. should position itself in order to bring peace in the region. There has been a battle between those presidents who many of them, Republican and Democrat, have believed that positioning ourselves as a balanced mediator between the parties that everyone views as an unbiased, objective facilitator for peace has, has kind of carried the day. But Donald J. Trump has thrown that aside. He has said, I am going with whichever party maintains the values of the United States and of Western civilization. And he recognized Jerusalem. He recognized the Golan. He moved the embassy to Jerusalem. He, he removed the PLO office in the United States. How is it going to be possible for him to mediate a peace with the Palestinians? Yeah, no, so that, there's a lot to unpack with that. Uh, so I want to dig a little bit deeper in something that you said that I thought was very interesting about the philosophical perspective of a number of different presidents uh, and a perspective that's really prominent in the State Department. And that's the belief that um, if we solve the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, then there will be peace throughout the Middle East. Um, and then that in of itself is the cause of the conflicts and the war in Syria, Iran's bad behavior, uh, the unemployment and crime rising in Egypt, um, the fact that the third largest city in Jordan is a Syrian refugee camp. That's all caused because of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Um, that was a perspective for a period of time. The current administration believes that, um, actually, there are other issues that are going on in the Middle East that don't relate to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. And if we can make these conditions better around the Middle East, in other countries, create stability, create economies, bring freedom, then, and only then, things will get a little bit easier in solving the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Um, And I think that the Trump administration, especially with declaring Jerusalem the capital of Israel, um, took that negotiating piece off the table. Um, That that was something that the Palestinians had said, you know, this is a red line. It's a precondition to negotiation. Um, But since then, you didn't see uh, massive terrorist uprisings in Egypt. You didn't see um, people revolting in the streets um, in Jordan. Um, And now with the Israeli elections upon us, commentators believe that the Trump administration is going to be rolling out its peace plan um, after the uh, elections that I, along with many others in the pro-Israel community, are very excited to look at. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting. You point out that uh, everyone said Donald J. Trump is reckless. Uh, No president has recognized Jerusalem as the capital uh, publicly and openly and uh, moving the embassy. Besides, none have done it. Uh, but he has done it, and it's going to be disaster. There's going to be blood in the streets. 
And it didn't happen. And no one has gone back and said, oh, my error. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, it didn't happen. He then moved to recognizing the annexation of the Golan Heights. And listen, the bottom line is if you deal with the Palestinians in a way of respect and they respond in kind, we can move forward. But if they don't respond in kind, we will move forward without them. And that is where Donald Trump's policy uh, has really um, started to, I think, work. In terms of this peace plan uh, that is coming out, uh, many are saying that it is very unlikely that it has legs. And with uh, Jason Greenblatt uh, resigning right Right, before... What, how do you, you know, Greenblatt was, was kind of the author of this plan, deeply involved in it for sure. Now we have this 30-year-old fellow, Avi uh, Berkowitz. Uh, how do you see that change? Well, look, I, I think that a lot of the groundwork has been laid. Uh, Jason Greenblatt, along with uh, the president's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, um, has spent, and David Friedman, the U.S. ambassador to Israel, um, those three have really been quarterbacking Middle East policy and U.S.-Israel relations and Israeli-Palestinian negotiations. Um, Jared Kushner has spent a significant amount of time traveling the region and speaking with um, other foreign governments, so think Mohammed bin Salman and Saudi Arabia, to try to uh, get them to buy into the peace plan. So, in other words, this isn't going to be just land swaps for peace and you take this settlement out and, and you can have this settlement here. Um, what the Trump administration is interested in doing is releasing a comprehensive plan that also includes economic development, that includes um, investment from other Arab countries that claim they stand in solidarity with their Palestinian brothers um, and will be much more uh, large and comprehensive. This has been something that has been put together for a long time now. And the thought is, is after the Israeli elections, this plan will be released. Likely, the Palestinians are going to flat out reject it. And then they're saying Mahmoud Abbas had recently, any American sponsored peace plans dead on arrival. But that's why the presidential election is going to be so important, because if President Trump gets reelected, the Palestinians are going to see, you know, we can't wait this out for another six or four years after this. The same with a lot of U.S. policy in the Middle East, that a longer duration of the Trump administration means that these countries are not going to be able to ignore uh, the administration's policy initiatives. Yeah, you know, I will tell you, this peace plan is going to be very interesting, and I guarantee you one thing. It is going to be a peace plan like we have never seen before. That is what Donald Trump does consistently on policy matters. Uh, you know, trade is just one example. The, the, the use of uh, tariffs, who would have thought it? And he is doing it, and he is pushing forward with it. Bold ideas. Talk about bold ideas, Elizabeth Warren. You know, this could change the Middle East, even if it isn't adopted during Trump's administration, whether it be four years or eight years. Uh, it is going to garner discussion, which will certainly move us in uh, onto a different path. Listen, 85% of the congressional districts in the United States do not have a single Jewish person in them. Yet, this country supports the state 
of Israel as it should. And on the other side of the break, we're going to ask Xander Abrams, is Israel an apartheid state? The squad says it is. Stay with us on the other side. That will be the discussion. And while we're on this short break, go to parkerdk.com. We'll be right back. With things from far away. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. We've all had the talk. There's differing opinion on when it's right to have the talk, disagreements about the best way to approach it, and places it's inappropriate to have the discussion. There's even people who will avoid the conversation at all costs, despite its importance. We're talking, of course, about immigration reform and the border crisis. Oh, that's what you meant. The hot topic that's being discussed around water coolers and dinner tables across the country. Plus, it's a key factor in the 2020 elections. That's why The Patriot presents An Evening with Michelle Malkin on Tuesday the 24th. Bring a friend who loves intelligent radio and pick up an extra ticket for an acquaintance who gets a little anxious about the talk. Find tickets at am1280thepatriot.com. Remember, only elite VIP ticket holders get meet-and-greet access and a photo with Michelle. So get yours before they're gone at am1280thepatriot.com. This event is supported by Serenity Home Interiors. Mark Twain once quipped, A lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Yes, we are running out of time here on the Victory Hour. We're joined by Pink today. Indeed. 
What a uh, fantastic talent she is. And so it is consistent with the music we have, bumper to bumper, coming in and out on the Victory Hour each week. Many of you chime in, or listen in, I should say, to the Victory Hour for the Smart Plane Talk, but others for the foundational, the fundamental best in music, whatever genre we might have this week. Pink. We are joined today by Xander Abrams. Rock on tour, uh, pro-Israel. Uh, well, really, not just uh, uh, one of the tops out there, and you can tell if you've been listening uh, just to the previous segment, but but somebody who has common sense approach to the U.S.-Israel relationship and to Israel and the issues that Israel faces. You can follow Xander at uh, Twitter at Xander Abrams. At Xander Abrams. So I think what we want to uh, talk about in a moment is uh, whether Israel is an apartheid state. And we set that up by uh, commenting on the fact that the boycott, divestment, and sanction movement is grounded in the concept and understanding of Israel as an apartheid state. And because it is clear that military action will not end the uh, Jewish state of uh, Israel, they now are going after the economic death of the Jewish state by supporting a boycott, divestment, and sanction uh, movement. And who am I talking about? Well, Linda Sarsour, who now has fully openly supported and been accepted into the Bernie Sanders camp. Unbelievable. Yes, an open BDS supporter who believes that Israel is an apartheid state. Same as the squad. Omar Tlaib, Cortez. Yes, all of them in the Democratic Party. I think you might have known that. But in the Democratic Party... And it is a scourge that is starting, it appears, to be taking over the party. Or maybe it's just a blip that will be rolled back. Let's hope. But who knows? Let's go to uh, Dan from uh, Tel Aviv, where I will Actually, be. Actually, we got to do Vincent first before I can do Dan. If that's oh, all right. That okay? Vincent's from St. Paul, much closer. I don't want to lose Dan from Tel Aviv, though. Dan, stay on the line. Vincent from St. Paul, they're loading up here. The lights are blinking. What do you got for us today on the uh, victory? Hi, here from St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, something that's happened in Saudi Arabia. There was a bombing there, and about 50% of the oil is lost for the world or something like that. It just was in the news the last day. How is this going to affect the whole Middle East? Yeah, you know, good uh, question, Vincent. Uh, thank you for connecting in. Uh, the issue about Saudi Arabia and uh, the uh, attacks from the uh, Iranian proxies uh, is a very interesting one. Xander, can we speak to that? Yeah, no, I mean, th- this was another flare-up of a long-standing, um, I, I don't even want to call it a proxy war now, because there's live fire between Saudi Arabia and Iran, um, ideologically, Saudi Arabia is the strongest and most public Sunni nation in the region. Iran, Shia country. Iran has hegemonic um, aspirations that go right up against the Saudis. So they have been at war with each other using proxies and now direct fire. 
Yemen has been a major launching ground for this battle uh, over the last couple of years. And this is another expression of it. So when the U.S. and Israel, which what we care about here on the uh, on the Victory Hour, how are we looking at this? Um, Iran has been very, very clear about its desire to wipe Israel off of the map. Um, they are funding Hezbollah. They have uh, funded Bashir al-Assad in Syria, um, and they are developing a nuclear weapons program for the purpose of destroying Israel. Um, this is the words of the Ayatollahs. Uh, these are not my words. So how does this affect us in the U.S. when we take a look at these flare-ups? Um, we have to take this really seriously. Um, and Israel is you know, only a couple hours away from these types of blasts. And when we're talking about defense appropriations to Israel and what we're doing for Israel's safety and security, we have to recognize she lives in a very dangerous neighborhood. And she has a type of security needs um, and faces situations that we don't. So, for example, like Iron Dome, fabulous weapon system. It has saved countless Israeli lives, Palestinian lives. Um, a good friend of mine who has actually traveled to Minnesota a couple times uh, to speak uh, was the chief designer for Iron Dome, works for Raphael. Um, and he said Iron Dome is the most unmarketable product that Raphael has. Can't really make money selling it to anyone. I mean, now the United States purchases it. And I said to him, well, that's crazy. Iron Dome, it has great publicity. It saved all these lives. Why, why is it so unmarketable? And he responded to me. He said, because no other country would tolerate that kind of rocket fire. Because if rockets were coming that close to any other country, they'd invade the country and wipe them off the map. Um, and so that's an example of a very, very unique security challenge Israel faces and why it's important when you're talking with your members of Congress or engaging on these issues, you make sure they know the neighborhood you wake up in in Israel is not the same neighborhood that we're sitting in here in Minneapolis and Los Angeles or uh, New York or across the country. You know, very, uh, very interesting. And we often uh, forget that a very important point. So I'll be headed to uh, Tel Aviv in just a few weeks. But we have a caller from Tel Aviv. Dan, you're on the Victory Hour. Well, first, let me just say what an amazing interview uh, your guest has really uh, got his uh, got his material down. I, I have a question for you. I'm calling you from the eternal homeland of the Jewish people, where um, a few decades ago uh, the Israelis led the world in research on cannabis. In fact, the first country to isolate CBD, the, um, uh, the bioactive compound in uh, cannabis that has improved so many lives. So in Israel. Uh, cannabis is used uh, medically. It's used to treat people to criminalize. But back in Minnesota, the Republicans refused to put a sensible medical marijuana program in place. In fact, the program we have today only allows for vaping, which, as we know, puts people's lives at risk. So I'm curious, what do you think it will take for the Republicans in Minnesota to step up and legalize cannabis uh, both recreationally and medically, in all of its safe purposes, like Governor Walls would like to do. And I'd love to hear what your guest has to say on this. Yeah, well, you know, it's an interesting topic. We just had on uh, a couple of weeks ago House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler, who is pushing legislation and has it uh, right up near the top of his priority list for the upcoming session, and that is uh, to legalize cannabis in the state of Minnesota. What will it take for Republicans 
to do that. And I do want to hear about, uh, from Xander as it relates to the cannabis issue generally. But politically in Minnesota, uh, I don't think there is going to be uh, Republican support for it. There might be a few outlier members uh, and you don't need many in the uh, Senate. Listen, the Democrats control the House. They control the governor's uh, mansion. And uh, they're only uh, a couple of seats away in the Senate. So if there are a couple of Republican senators that break off on the cannabis issue, which may occur, you may see a bill like you're talking about going to the uh, governor for signature and as you point out, he will sign it. Xander, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that you, you did a great job of zoning the real estate. The Majority Leader Winkler basically said a couple weeks ago that his caucus is ready to move forward on it. He's interested in being the chief sponsor of any adult-use cannabis legalization legislation. Um, so in Minnesota, it's one of about 33 states across the country where patients have medical access to uh, cannabis. Uh, Across the country, there are currently 14 states where it is adult use. So Minnesota is looking at its neighbors in now Michigan and Illinois um, in the type of uh, revenue, because at the end of the day, it's uh, about the Benjamins. I think someone tweeted that. Um, And so taking a look at that and how can that come to Minnesota? So the holdup right now is uh, Senate Majority Leader Paul Gazelka. And Majority Leader Gazelka said that he's against marijuana use, or adult marijuana legalization. It is dead on arrival. He, he said two reasons why. One, he's concerned about increased impaired driving. Um, and the second is he's concerned about his effect on, on the youth. But you brought up a great point about elections having consequences. Senate's up for election in 2020, and they have a, Republicans currently have a three-seat majority. Um, and there were at least three Republican senators that won by fewer than a thousand votes. So I've heard from my contacts in Minnesota that are uh, on the government affairs side. This might not be the first thing that a Democratic Senate passes, but this will be one of the first things a Democratic Senate passes. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I had uh, dinner the other night, uh, just a couple of nights ago, with Senator Cory Gardner from Colorado. And uh, we were talking about a number of different issues, including this one. And, of course, Colorado has legalized uh, marijuana, and I believe Senator uh, Gardner is uh, not opposed to that. And he's got a tough race coming up. We're going to definitely support him out there in Colorado against, it looks like, John Hickenlooper. Corey Gardner, a staunch U.S.-Israel relationship supporter. And I want to say thank you to Dan from Tel Aviv. If you can uh, stay on the line through this break, we're happy to take another question from you because you have taken the time to call in at midnight from Tel Aviv. If not, we thank you for joining us on the Victory Hour. We'll stand the line. So I want all of you who have not called in from Tel Aviv and have not even called in at all but are listening... You have to stay with us. Oh, yes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Oh, actually, you could go somewhere. Go to parkerdk.com. You will find what is often referred to as an award-winning website when you do. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. 
Mark Twain once quipped, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. When you are lied about and it spreads, the resulting mayhem and destruction can be, and often is, disastrous. Hi, this is Andrew Parker, co-founder of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently handled a high-profile defamation lawsuit on behalf of a luxury home real estate agent whose business was decimated by falsehoods spread about him. After nearly two years of litigation and two weeks of trial, the jury came back with a verdict of more than $2 million for our client. Parker Daniels Keyboard. We litigate cases, we try cases, and we win cases. With a record of excellence in achieving extraordinary results, Parker Daniels Keyboard lawyers have consistently won huge verdicts for its clients in the areas of defamation, civil rights violations, regulatory battles, and intellectual property theft. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, premier law firm in downtown Minneapolis. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack, oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Right from the start, you were a thief. You stole my heart. And I, your willing victim. I let you see the parts of me that weren't all that pretty. We are back. It's the victory hour. I'm Andrew Parker. This week, I am honored and have the great pleasure of hosting Xander Abrams on the victory hour. Xander, one of the most knowledgeable on the issues facing the Jewish state, the state of Israel, and the U.S.-Israel relationship. And we've been talking about uh, Israel. We've uh, actually had a call and a question from Dan from 
Tel Aviv, who is still with us. Before we uh, go back to Dan from Tel Aviv for another question from the Holy Land, I did want to get Xander's view on the question I posed earlier. Now, remember, I have beaten up on the Democratic Party quite a bit of late on the issue of Israel. But this is not a partisan issue, nor should it ever be. And the vast majority of those in the Democratic Party, vast, vast majority of those in the Democratic Party who have the right to cast a vote to, 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 to uh, speak on behalf of the people of this great country, there are 535 of them, 100 senators and 435 representatives. And those who are Democrats, the vast majority, support Israel unequivocally. And they have reflected that in their voting in the past all the way up till today. So don't get me wrong. There is no question about it. The hope is that the slip slide to the far left of the Democratic Party does not continue because as a part of that, the reality is some very virulent anti-Israel positions and even some anti-Semitic positions. Now, I believe it's hopefully just a blip. But regardless, at the foundation of that move to the left is this hue and cry that Israel is an apartheid state. Xander, can you speak to that, please? Yeah, no, and I want to also um, just say I agree with everything you just said about bipartisanship, um, that support for uh, the U.S.-Israel relationship has to be bipartisan, um, if for no other reason than the issue of math, where you need 60 votes to get anything passed in the Senate, which has only been done twice in modern history by any one party, which was uh, both by the Democrats in 77 and in 2009. So you have to have both parties on board if you want to get anything passed. Um, It is very concerning to see the word apartheid thrown around about Israel and having that link to the BDS movement, Uh, the boycott, divestment, and sanction movement. It was founded by uh, Omar Barghouti, who, by the way, he is a one-state solution advocate, meaning he wants one state, and it's not going to be a Jewish state. So that's where the foundation of this movement comes from, and I think this also ties in well with the elections, because when you look at you know what, what is apartheid, what was that in South Africa, um, what is that in other repressive regimes, you're talking about not being able to serve in the government, not being able to hold jobs, being um, relegated to specific areas of living. There's I mean, apartheid is a term of art, and that does not apply to what's happening in Israel. Right now, um, the third leading party in the polls is the Arab List Party. Um, the Middle East uh, is a very dangerous place. Israel is uh, the safest place in the Middle East today for an Arab to live, and it is the only place in the Middle East for a gay Arab to live. Um, and so when you're reading this rhetoric and this language, it is outrageous, and it has no place when it comes to Israel. And what I hope is that the leaders that we have, um, and specifically on the Democratic side, because they're, you know, the right has its issues as well, it's not exempt, but when we're taking a look at the Democratic side, and we're just going to talk about Minnesota specifically, um, we have great leaders and champions. 
Um, and I'm looking to people like Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith, uh, Colin Peterson, Angie Craig, Dean Phillips. Uh, I'm looking to them to define what it means to be a Democrat in Minnesota, and that includes being pro-Israel, and what it means to not be a Democrat in Minnesota. And that means calling for the economic uh, isolation of the Jewish state. Well, Ilhan Omar and Betty McCollum. How do you yeah. do, you know, I mean, yes, Minnesota has great representatives and, and, and strong voices for Israel, but it also has two of the uh, most difficult and concerning uh, members of Congress uh, as well. And, you know, I don't want to get into how to deal with that, how to deal with them, uh, et cetera. But uh, I have invited Ilhan Omar to come on this show and to talk openly about her positions and where I am misunderstanding them, because I don't believe I am. But she uh, has not come on the show, and I will continue to invite her. Dan from Tel Aviv, we still have a few minutes left. Why don't you chime into this discussion or uh, throw another question out at uh, Xander? Well, let me just first say, again, here from the the Holy Land, uh, wow, we are so lucky to have programs like this. As I look around, Israel is the only democracy in the Middle East, as Xander said so beautifully. Uh, and uh, good luck on getting uh, Ilhan Omar on the program. Uh, I think we probably are more likely to get uh, Mahmoud Abbas on the program uh, before that. Um, in the meantime, I did want to go back to one thing in our remaining minutes. Uh, Xander is one of the, uh, believe it or not, leading experts on uh, the regulation of uh, uh, cannabis. Yes. He's been kind of an expert on this, which is why I tuned in today. Uh, and I, I am curious, uh, his comments on his reaction to the President Trump uh, saying that we should ban all vaping products. I'm um, just curious how that floats with what we know right now. What are your by thoughts way, on uh, 20, that, Xander? And by, by, by the companies on the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange uh, in cannabis. Uh, unbelievable, the innovation we're seeing here. Continue. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to uh, say, again, to follow Xander, uh, at Xander Abrams on uh, Twitter, you can uh, certainly follow him, Xander uh, talking to us from Los Angeles. Uh, Go ahead, Mr. Abrams. What are your thoughts on the uh, uh, position of uh, the the administration as it relates to vaporizing? Yeah, so so this last week, uh, the cannabis industry got a black eye in the news. There were 450 cases across the country, including 28 locally in Minnesota, of people that had respiratory issues and unfortunately... 13 people died, um, and it was linked to a THC concentrate. That's liquid that is vaporized. There was an additive put in that cuts it, that makes it uh, thicker uh, and dilutes it, called vitamin E acetate. Um, And so people were having basically their lungs blocked up so they couldn't convert oxygen into something useful for their body. So uh, what's important is kind of two points in this. One all 450 cases of these were bought illegally, 15 so meaning seconds, not on the legal recreational department. And so when President Trump's talking about coming in and banning, uh, yes, the government should be regulating this as a legal product, and the government should be involved in figuring out what is safe for consumers and what is not. Um, so cannabis can join almost every other legitimate industry in the United States. Well, thank you very much. Xander Abrams. Again, follow him on Twitter at Xander Abrams. 
and you will uh, be able to learn more of the best and the brightest. I want to have Xander on again on the show, as we didn't get to cover everything. It would be a pleasure to be on with you, Andy. Thank it's you very a much. To be on the Grum, you are one of the best in the business and the best soundtrack of a radio show I've appeared on. Thank you, and Dan from Tel Aviv. Thank you as well. Talk to you next week. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on Earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher on the Stand with Israel Tour, December 2nd to the 11th. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.